0: Thank you guys so much for listening to Honey and Hustle. We are a visual podcast that features conversations with small business owners, creative entrepreneurs, and those in the nonprofit community. We're so glad that we started sharing our podcast here on Anchor FM. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on all the major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you're listening to this right now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to Honey and Hustle, a video podcast that inspires the dreamers, creators, and hustlers to make a business from their passions. I'm Angela Hollowell, and I'm a visual storyteller based in Durham, North Carolina. I sit down with creative entrepreneurs, nonprofit founders, and small business owners as they share their stories, the lessons they've learned throughout their careers, and how they've worked to make a positive impact. Support for this episode of Honey and Hustle is brought to you by Manscaped, the leading men's hygiene brand. Manscaped just launched new products that you or a special man in your life will actually use, including their all new ultra premium body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. It's time to give yourself or the man in your life the gift of beautiful skin and hair this holiday season. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools like their recently launched fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. They sent me this trimmer to help me keep the Mohawk nice and clean in any environment as this trimmer reduces accidental nicks and dings, luckily for me. They sent me their hygiene bundle in the mail, and this comes complete with their anti-chafing boxers that'll keep the fellas feeling fresh all season long. You could call this the perfect package, and you'd be right. Go to manscaped.com and use the code HIVE for 20% off and free shipping to give the gift of great hygiene. Once again, we'd like to thank Manscaped for supporting this episode of Honey and Hustle. So use the code HIVE at manscaped.com to get 20% off your order and free shipping and experience premium grooming. Thank you for joining me all the way from freaking Hillsboro, which is not very far (laughs) at
1: all. (laughs) Not at all. Um, In fact, we lived, like I said, we lived in Durham um, up until, well, it was about a year and a half that we've lived here in this house. Uh, We lived in Charlotte, North Carolina, so a hub of everything business related for... Well, I'm 40, like I mentioned, uh, so about 30 years, uh, okay. my parents, well, born in New Jersey. So my parents, uh, lived their entire life up in New York, New Jersey, met on wall street, and were are just tired of being around a big city. Um, uh, love it and moved there. And that's where I've been my entire life. And we both just decided and looked at each other that a, we were done with teaching and B she's lived here. So there's, there's the familiarity there's there's the catch, um, my wife lived here for about eight, ten years. Uh, Carrie, and then taught in Durham schools, uh, so that was familiar to her. So it was familiar to me. We have friends that live here, and it was like, well, I've never lived anywhere except for Charlotte. Um, not that, at least I can remember. Uh, I moved when I was like five, six years old from New Jersey. So it was like, if we're not gonna, if I'm gonna do this at some point in my life, it better be now, or I'm gonna regret it, you know, and wish that we had. So that's where we started. And then we I mean, we moved here with the intention of starting a family and not now, I mean, it has nothing against uh, Charlotte. It's a beautiful city and, uh, you know, would tell everybody and anybody that considering moving there, absolutely. Uh, it was just, you know, you need a change. You need to just, you know, see what happens. And so here we are, we were looking for houses and it was kind of like a broad spectrum of like, you know, this area and just lucked out and found this cute little I'm gonna say cute because it's definitely definitely needs updating. Um, 1960s house in the middle of an historic district in Hillsboro, and couldn't be couldn't be more grateful for it. And hopefully our our little 14 month old son mm-hmm. agrees with us at the moment. Um, but so yeah, um, that's what brought us close close to you. Um, it's a small world, right? I mean, just yeah. how many people are doing the same thing we are and are right outside your door, right?
0: yeah exactly exactly but podcasting is growing and the it community is. is becoming more tight-knit i feel like twitter just makes the world feel so so it, small
1: it does and it's in such a good way you know and it's i mean social media has a way to do that and a way not to do that um and you know for each community is probably something different but you know these are the communities small business and podcasting that i know and you know even just you know health coaching um and that one just seems to work you know you have it comes down to the conversation you know like we were yeah. talking about that. I think it lends itself to more of a a dialogue versus, a, you know, needing the, to, to show something creative um, to get attention. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: for sure. For sure. So you are podcasting now. You are the owner and founder of Veritas Fit. Yeah. But like you said, you started off in the classroom. So can you talk to me about how, one, your classroom experience and your journey to the classroom has now lends itself to yeah. healthcare coaching and things like that?
1: I, so it, so teaching for me, I'll give you like a quick, like, um, you know, how I got into that. You know, my mom has been a teacher for about 30 years. In fact, everybody moved here to be closer to uh, a grandson, like both both sides of our families. Uh, and my wife, wife, or wife's mom and my mom, more importantly, my mom moved as well with her teaching job. So we've had teaching in our family life for long as I can remember. And I swore I'd never be a teacher. So my mom, you know, up the late hours in the night. And one year there was an opening at the school that I attended when I was younger, my brother attended and she taught at and I said, Well, sure. And I have a psychology degree, um, psychology master's. And so I was like, people are my thing. Um, kids got to work too. And they were middle school students. Uh, and so it's an age where it's like, you know, it's like the worst time of your life, but also the best and sarcasm runs, you know, runs rampant and all that kind of fun stuff. And so, you know, it was a, it was a conversation. And, you know, each kid has a story as well as I have a story. And, you know, it kind of just a natural fit when it came to, you know, the side of health. Um, You know, I've always been passionate about that wife and I both and we left to two different sectors when it comes to health her a little bit more extreme as a an oncology nurse, but you know mine was a you know how can I how can I still support and help people uh, but not necessarily in a way that's eat this, work out this way and do that because to me that's you know that's fleeting that changes you know with day, with the you know day and night. and so as a health coach, you know that translates easily because it's it's all about the mindset it's all about what you're doing. it's all about you know how you're living um, and there's a lot of puzzle pieces that go along with that from you know family history to you know, just your lifestyle. Um, and that's, a, you know, the same way students were, you know, there's a lot of different family backgrounds, there's a lot of different um, histories when it comes to, you know, just being in school systems. Um, and so it's kind of a an interesting fit. Um, but it works because, unfortunately, you know, whether we like to admit it or not, you know, as a as an at least an, an adolescent and adults are exactly the same. Um, We just, you know, different mental states and different awareness of those states. But, and I even see it, you know, with our 14 month old, I say it all the time, like out loud, that he may not be able to vocalize exactly what's going on. But he, he's got the same situation in life as a 13 year old, and the same situation as his 40 year old father, you know, they're, they're just different ways of expressing it and different awareness of it. So that's where the idea of, of, uh Veritas fit came from. So Veritas is Latin for truth. And it's a truth fit. And if we're being honest, that truth comes a lot deeper than just, you know, eating a kale smoothie and doing 10 push-ups. So
0: yeah, for sure. That which I can definitely guarantee <laughs> you if I did 10 push-ups right now, not much in my life would change. <laughs> no,
1: right? You'll feel great. Um, but you know, it's you know, it's one of those things that it works well for me, it may not work well for you. And When I started it, that's um, that's one of the things that I knew I didn't want to do was tell people how to work out. But you know, I didn't have any background, so my certification started with a personal trainer, and you know, progressed and developed into being a holistic health coach. But uh, you know, I worked in small clubs and you know, got my you know, paid the dues to get to to being able to do this on my own. But I hated it because anytime you'd ask me a question about you know, well. Can I eat ten oranges today? And I'm like, "Do you want to? Uh, you know, I sure. Uh, you know, I mean, it just it just baffles me. And then you know, you you'd set up a whole program for somebody. And it's like, well, I I don't like doing pull ups. Well, you know what? Me neither. No. Um, but somebody said that you should be able to do those. So, can you try? Uh, you know, so it's you realize right away that people are like they're wrapped in a whole different mindset about those things. And it's like, well, wait a minute, there's a bottom floor here. That people are jumping over because you know society t- says that you have to eat, you know, ten oranges in a day and be able to do pull-ups and that's how you'll be healthy. And it's not, you know, I mean that's and that's taking out of the whole conversation about image, um, you know. So it's it was a struggle. Um, I still struggle every day with running this business. In that term, um, could I have made a lot more money and been making more money by just telling people how to do that and you know taking flashy pictures of me working out? probably. Um, but, you know, it's, there's a difference between, is it about me or is it about the person, you know, coming to, to me? And I think that's ultimately with any business, what you have to think of. Um, and sometimes you don't, you know, sometimes it's just, you just want to serve people coffee and make 10 bucks off of it. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a tough fit. I, I won't tell you it's it's easy, um, but the personal side of it, the the, the enjoyment of it, um it was really only common the past year and a half and that was because I realized that you know the message that I I feel is important for my soul is what I want to share and lo and behold the more you relax with that the more people go you know what I think so too um so yeah um,
0: yeah I think what you just touched on is so (laughs) important and I think what I have struggled with as a creator at some point, what people may be watching this are struggling with, which is like, how do you strike the balance between like giving people what they want or what they think they want as a solution to their problem and also running a business and serving people in a way that feels true and authentic to you, right? Like people may want or gravitate towards TikToks and Reels, but and I make make money doing that for people, but that doesn't feel true to me because yeah. that's not what I'm about as a storyteller. So yeah. it's like, how do I, you know, I, I definitely hit that crosswords where it's like, okay, what do people want? What am I willing to give to make money? Because yeah. not everything is worth what it takes to make money. Yeah, like me too, That's like the other half of business. It's like, there's a lot of ways to make quick money. There's a lot of ways you can run a business yeah. that has been profitable in the past and will be profitable in the future. But that doesn't mean that you know, it's the best way for you to do it. And if you can't sleep at night after you made that money, then like, you missed it doesn't yeah. even matter. You just like gave yourself another job that you don't want. Why would yeah. you do that to yourself? Like, that doesn't and I
1: mean, you. and it happens so often. And, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, without you being aware of it, but I feel like, you know, a lot of the, and, you know, I, so I have to do so much research, you know, just on, on, on many fronts, just to make this all work. You know, it's not even just, you know, I mean, staying up on, you know, the health end of it, but it's like the small business side of it. And, I, early on, I, I think that's the stuff that that really caught me because it's not that I'm you know not savvy enough or educated enough to understand all that, but man, you get sucked in so quick to all the the verbiage and you know who's this guy? But he's telling me that he can show me how to start a business and 10x my growth, and I don't know what that means, but it sounds good. And then so you get you know wrapped up on all the the you know the bells and whistles that you need to have and. You forget you forget your goal, but nobody, nobody really is talking about you know, um, you know, making sure that you're aware of what your your mission is, what you're passionate about, what's gonna, like you said, help you sleep at night and feel good about what you just gave people um, or offered people service-wise, even you know, not even just a product, but you know, you get lost, and I think that's probably what, if I'm you know, being real with myself, that that's what caught me in the beginning, you know, for, for better, for worse, you know, at least I'm, I learned that, but you know, if there's anything I could tell, and I'm, again, I'm not the most successful one on the planet, but if there's anything I could tell somebody that's starting a business, it's to, to really sit down with the personal side of it. You know, what you see to that, and you know, people talk about setting goals and having a mission and, and a, you know, a, you know, a vision and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, you know how quickly can you get past that to get to okay are you going to have the right you know product how are you going to sell that product what is it going to look like do you have all the right social media you know captions and pictures for it and it's like hold on go go back a little bit here and really take a look at you know the the why and the 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 what um because that's the the stuff that's going to ground you in the end and the minute you get lost from that it's hard to come back to it it's hard to you know, not rearrange the entire thing that you set up just to get back to that, and I, it's easy to do, and it's it's scary how many things you know. I mean, I get a message on my phone, you know, daily from you know some dis, you know direct message on Instagram that like, hey, I, you know, I I can help you do this and check out this giveaway, and then you know then you get a whole another bunch of it in your emails. It's like I saw your your account on Instagram. It looks like you're killing it. I'm like you're not paying attention because. I haven't used that account in a while or whatever it is, you know, and it's like, man, like how easily somebody can just go. That sounds like a great offer. I'm struggling. I'm going to do that. And there's your mindset. And so that's why this, you know, this whole health coaching thing, business worked because there's, I mean, there's a, there's a piece of it there in small business, you know, you feel like you, you know, you're getting talked to about, you know, having this automatic reply and making sure that you say this and, wait a minute, You know, make sure that you posted this picture, but not only the right picture, make sure it has the right filter, hashtag, and the right time, um, or else you're not going to be successful. And it's like, oh, well, then I'm out. I don't know how to do anything. And it's like, wait a minute, you you have a gift of whatever service, whatever product you're offering, and you forgot that because you got lost in the stuff that everybody told you that you needed, um, but you didn't, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I think, like, I don't know, that just springboards into this whole conversation of (laughs) (laughs) entrepreneurship and what people think or how people define success nowadays too because part of it is you know being successful so making money or finding something that works for you and growing exponentially you know however that means to you yeah then the other half is like being at the forefront of saying like what works in order to grow and showcasing that and being that leader in your field and innovator in terms of how you're using your business to connect with people and grow and make relationships and build community rather than just keeping your head down and doing the work, right? Because ultimately what's going to guide that, what is successful for you and what works for you is your why and staying true to that and knowing what parts of marketing or social media or tactics and stuff that fit into your overall strategy to reach that goal and to accomplish that mission of like what you set out to do yeah, rather than like doing it to showcase that you can do it or that you yeah. did it first or that you did it better um and that just i feel like that just gets so many people caught up in like looking like you're successful yeah, or sounding always... like you're successful
1: and you i mean you see it in all all assets right or aspects right i mean even just in the small little podcast community it's like here let me show you how to write your your twitter bio and then you may have spent, you know, five days to write this bio and you thought it was great. And then somebody was like, hey, let me show you how to work it so that you can, you know, gain more listeners. And it's like that one keyword, And you went, well, my bio sucks. I need to redo this. And it's like, no, 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 hold on. Maybe there's something still to tweak, sure. But maybe not, you know, maybe it's exactly who you are and who you feel. You, I mean, you can see it in so many people's, you know, captions, you know, the, uh, the, the the images you know the bios all those little things you can start to see you know uh, do you need that in there or did you really need to share that and I mean for the way it translates for me into the health space is is just the term you know the hashtag you know mental health matters it drives me bananas because it's like and I follow I follow that hashtag on Instagram uh, just to see you know like what's going on you know and I I check it every day on you know Twitter as well just to see And, you know, you can, you can watch the disparity between the conversations and sometimes it's there on Twitter, but not so much um, compared to, you know, an Instagram where it's like, you've got somebody that's, I don't know, like half naked, wearing a bikini, you know, on the beach, eating a pizza. And they're like, you know, the caption has nothing to do with the picture for starters. And then number two, you know, it's talking about like mental health matters and sure, you know, spending time getting away is, is that, but it's like, the message got lost, but why did you put that there? You know, and and perhaps you have a valid, you know, perfectly normal reason to have those hashtags being used, but a lot of times it's it's there because somebody told you that using that particular tag and you know, you could stick any tag, you know, in there using that particular tag or that particular wording is what's going to get you the attention. And it's like, well, wait a minute, you know, what what attention were we looking for? You know, there's two there's two types and certainly a lesson that i've learned you know time and time again you know less and less as i've got older but there's there's positive attention and there's negative attention and the positive one is going to feed your feed your soul feed your mind feed your you know your your inner happiness and the the negative tension most of the time is just it's instantly gratifying but you know it could get you in serious trouble it could also just have you you know lose your way and you know that happens with i mean we could talk about you know not just hashtags like we said you could talk about the bio descriptions you could talk about the way you set up your website you know you could insert anything and you know people change because they they feel they have to you know because somebody you know that that seemed important that has you know tens of thousands of followers but really just an armchair expert is telling you that hey this is a good idea and it's like they may have a they may have a great idea but do you have your own too and the two of them can line up and you could still be successful. Um, you know, you may not be able to 10 X your growth, but, <laughs> or whatever that is, that's, I feel like that buzzword has gone. I'm, I'm aging quick, quick at that one. I feel like I don't hear that as much, but it's like, for a while there, it was like, you know, that's all you heard. I'm like, that sounds great. Um, I've got a hundred followers, so that's great. Um, yeah. Or is that money? I don't know. I don't know what growth we talk about here, you know? So it's like, ugh.
0: yeah, but you
1: can see it. I mean, you could, yeah, I could, I mean, I don't want to call it necessarily like the weaker mind. That's a that's a like a strong word, but you know what I mean. Like it's the person who's not strong willed. I, I guess maybe the best way to put it. You know, it looks at that and goes, "Oh man, I t- I suck. I have to do this all over again. I have to just, just scratch the the past month of work and just start over." And it's like, no, you can still see that and and under and and take that information and go, "What can I use?" and you know, so there's where I, I, I think my thought when, it, when when I began was like, how can I do what they're doing for free? Because a lot of times you see that and it's like, oh, you want to pay $900 a month for that service. Okay. No, that's not ever going to happen, even if I was making $900 a month. Um, you know, so it started with that frame of mind. And now it's progressed to, okay, that's a cool idea. I like that use. Let's bookmark that for a second. And I'm going to go back and use that as a to-do list. And then I start start to look at it and I'm like, well, that's cool, but that doesn't even, why would I even need that? You know, like I can't even figure out how to use that or it becomes so complex that I'm like, no, I don't, that's a waste of my, my time, you know, to try and implement that for now. And so maybe it stays on the back burner. Maybe it's like, okay, one day I'm gonna come back to that. Cause I can see the use of that. Or you realize like, Hey, I, you know, that no, my bio is fine. Or no, my website functions properly. Like now it's getting cluttered, you know, and I'm certainly not an expert, but I've done it numerous times where I'm like, you know, the website like, like felt good. And then I'm like, I personally went back through it and went, nope, that's clunky. Or my, my lovely teacher, above the mom loves to edit stuff Um, goes, um, son, what are you trying to say here? And I'm like, well, but it's, oh, you're right. That's yeah. so confusing. You know? So it's like, I came to that realization, but you can also come to that realization because somebody told you outside, or you read something, and that's a good thing. But never just change something or do something for your business um, or yourself because that's the trend, um, you know. So it's happens a lot, and probably more than it should in these days, you know.
0: Yeah, I think in podcasting, in business, in social media strategy, which there seem to be a lot of <laughs> experts in social media strategy yeah. nowadays. I think. Part of the conversation that has been missing that you touched on is like there's a difference between growth due to negative attention and mm-hmm. growth due to positive attention. And a lot of times growth due to positive attention is slow yeah. and it's a lot smaller. Yeah. But, you know, what does it work to you at the end of the day to have a yeah. small but engaged community who's truly interested in what you do and what you're talking about? and the energy that you put out into the world versus this massive following of people who you know don't really care about they don't the say mental health for example that hashtag that you put in your photo and then when you want to start over and say hey i want to cater to this group of people because this is what i care about this is who i want to serve and now you just have this huge following of people who aren't interested who are disengaged yeah who are you know checking out by the minute who aren't gonna you know buy anything from you i think there's like this big Scandal that happened. I would say scandal. I don't know if that's the right word, but there was this girl, she had like over a million Instagram followers and she put out her own line of t-shirts and nobody bought anything. And so it's like, it's (laughs) it's like you had this huge following of people who like are not willing to support you monetarily. So like, what if you truly gained at the end of the day? Because nothing a million dollars on Instagram, a million followers on Instagram means nothing if you don't have people who actually care about like you and the work that you do. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, it was like that wake up call for her. She was like super distraught about it. She's like, I can't believe this just happened. And, you know, she, you know, a lot of people too confuse having... A strong personal brand, whether you're an influencer or just somebody who's out on social media and being a strong business mind. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, there are people who are strong business minds with very small accounts, very small followers who are making infinitely more than the influencer yeah. with a million followers and know it's how to be better, to too, audience. I'm sure. Yeah, know how to talk to their audience, know mm-hmm. how to build community, know how to meet the needs of people. And then you have people who, have gained on these people they know how to get likes they know how to get attention they know how to get engagement per se but can't convert these content consumers to like actual customers yeah and so that's just like this interesting thing about hashtags and connectivity like yeah you can make the world feel so so small twitter instagram all these platforms can make you feel so connected to these people but what does it mean if you can't get them to act offline if you can't get them to really engage and think about their lifestyle and you know, how your work is doing fits into that and meets a need. So,
1: I mean, and they're, I mean, you're right. I mean, they're, but they're, you know, they're, those are two different skill sets and I don't think you could sit here or maybe somebody can, you know, have the argument that one is, is more valuable than the other. I think they're both needed. Um, if you ask me, you know, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not the, the necessarily like the most business savvy, you know, I understand enough to, to not be sold a unicorn. Um, but, you know, the the skill set of having that conversation, I, to me that's the that's the more valuable one. Uh, I'm not gonna say that it's the more like necessary one, but you know, a lot of times, I mean, I'm sure you get a thousand and one messages too that are like, Hey, you know, I'm giving away fifteen thousand dollars or you know, hey, I follow this account and that's gross. You know, it's it's like you know, it feels slimy like having that conversation end up in your inbox, let alone if somebody came on the street and they're not going to do that to you. You know, I mean, if you really stop and then think about what you're saying or what you're sharing with people, you know, would you say that to somebody in person? And there are certainly people that are salesmen and that's what they're, I mean, they're good at it. They, they certainly make money at it, but you know, they're, they may not be the best conversationalists. They know to say the right words. I mean, that takes a whole psychological understanding too, but to me, the the dialogue, you know, the conversation, like you said, I mean, the girl that, you know, nobody bought anything, it's because, you know, well, how were you, I mean, I don't know the person, I don't know what they were sharing, but, you know, I could kind of gander a guess there that, you know, they were probably sharing pictures that had nothing to do with it. And all of a sudden, it's like, they had a personal epiphany, but everybody wasn't living with them, you know, to see that epiphany happen that like, hey, I want to do this, this is what I'm, I'm passionate about. And nobody wanted that they were there for a totally different reason. And so that's why you know you go back to what we were talking about. That if you don't understand why you're getting into it, you know, number one, right? I mean, you know, you're you're gonna have people that are confused as to hold on, like you. We were just talking about selling pineapples, and now you want to buy T-shirts from me. Like I was here for the pineapples, you know, and you can't do that necessarily. I mean, you can certainly make a thousand and one profiles and sell whatever you want across the board, but if you have something that you started yeah, you know, that's where it needs to be, you know, and people jump to, oh, I need to get on social media. I need to have this account, and that account. No, you don't. I mean, you have to do the ones that are right for you that you know do the homework for it. but we're just so I need to go and I need to rush. I need to get the start. I need to get this off the ground now. and no, you don't. Uh, you know, and again, that's hard for people to stop and and think about, you know, because we need that now. And then you know, a lot of the people giving that information, sometimes they share with you and sometimes they don't that yeah they may have quit their job and you know done the scary thing and started something on their own but the puzzle piece that they're not giving you is the fact that that job that they left was some six figure job so they can afford to jump off the cliff hoping that their their wax wings don't burn up in the sun you know and for probably 99% of the population that's starting a business we don't have that you know and but we're listening to those people that that do have that and so we we jump too, and you know some some of us learn to fly um some of us hope that it's the largest cliff ever and and takes years to figure out and some of us you know it it doesn't and we stop and we quit for good reasons, you know, whether we realize that, Hey, this really isn't what I want to do. I'm glad I tried, but you know, I, I'm not a baseball bat salesman, you know? Um, but you know, the the long game is, is what you really have to be focused on. And it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of dark, cloudy, rainy, sucky days, um, to find, your community, Um, not even just a niche, just your community that's going to listen and say, Hey, I I like what you're doing. And that's it. And maybe all you get in a week, in a month that somebody just says, Hey, I love what you're sharing. You know, this is valuable to the world. And that, you know, starts to, that starts to snowball and, and become something larger and really becomes more successful. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I mean, I, so I started this, you know, this business of health coaching Veritas Fit five years ago this year. Um, But it took me four and a half of those four of those to start a podcast, even though I knew I'd like to start one eventually, but I had no idea what I was going to talk about. And I'm, I wasn't going to start something just to chabber. Um, I like listening to me talk, but other people might, uh, might not. So it took a long time to do that. And it's only within the past probably year and a half have I really figured out that this is, this is the message, and that's where it's going to be said, and this is how it's going to be said, and I don't care if I make you know zero reels in a in a day, you know, or or ever, um, or ever jump on TikTok or anything. This is where I feel comfortable, and this is how I'm going to say it, um, and I think that's important to 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 think of. When it comes to running a business or running anything, that where do you stand? Because um, a lot of times, you know, you realize you're not standing on, you're not standing on a on a foundation that you that's yours. Um, so somebody's going to kick you off, or it's it's not sturdy like whatsoever. Um, I mean, that's probably the most valuable bit uh, that I've ever given myself. Um, but that came from teaching too. I, you know, I can remember my mom on day one look at me dead in the eye and i'm sure she was ecstatic that i was going to be teaching in fact we so the first probably three years uh two three years i was one of her assistants which was beautiful um we absolutely you know appreciate each other's conversations and respect the fact that we both have the same personalities when it comes to leadership um but even she looked at me and said that you know you've got a year and within this year is when you'll figure out whether you want to do this or not, you know, you know, for a while. But it's going to take probably five years before you really get into a groove of it. And I was like, I don't even know if I want to be here at all. Um, this kid's annoying. Um, but she's right. I, I mean, within that year, I I knew like this is what I want to do. Um, and five years in, was when I began you know certification programs um, you know for teaching that's when I you know eventually went away to uh, be trained specifically and so we were Montessori teachers that's where I met my wife on one of those certification programs that's where I began to get my masters so it all happened within that five maybe six year range um, and so it's it, it translates perfectly into now I mean, the first year of, of running a business was like okay this is fun like I can design this I have enjoyed doing this uh, you know I don't know how to do that but you know can you can you show me um, and then you know at the same time I'm learning how to be a personal trainer it's like wow this is awesome like you know and it slowly progressed to like oh this is this is not as enjoyable a lot of work um, but here I am five years and it's like you know maybe in the same you know if you looked at it on a fiscal calendar, you know, maybe not your ideal setting, but it's, it's certainly, I know this is what I want to do. This is what I enjoy doing. And I see the value in what it's bringing others now. And so they, they work simultaneously um, that, you know, the same message was clear. Um, and in fact, she reminded me of that a couple months ago that here you are now, now's the time to make some real money. And I believe her, not because she's my mom, but because I, I saw it happen, um, you know, both internally and externally. Um, thankfully, I have a wife that supports it, too, and people don't necessarily have that either. They don't you know, have somebody that supports them. They have somebody that questions them and doesn't understand what, you know, what this all means. I, you know, I can certainly attest to that, too. I have a mom that constantly is looking at me that, you know, I sent her something the other day as far as, you um, what is it, Spotify, like shared with you for podcasters. And she's like, Well, that's great. She's like, you have eight listeners or whatever it was that, like, you know, eight or 10 listeners that like, listen to you more than anybody else. She's like, you should somehow figure out how to talk to those eight people and get them to listen to more. I'm like, I don't know. That's how that works, mom. I don't know if I have that information. But you're right. Um, you know, or things like that. And or she joked and said that, you know, at least, at least one of those isn't necessarily your mom all the time. And it's true, uh, you know, but at the same time it's like that's the reality you know a lot of times it's just your your family and friends but that's how it starts and we forget that you know or we we realize it or we and we negate it that no I need I need that many other followers um you know what are you talking to me about no you're I don't care that you've been my best friend for 20 years um you don't know what it's like to run a business dude get out of here but they do you know they they at least know that who you are um, and can help you stay grounded and that's Certainly, something that I'm thankful for, because um, I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd be sitting here talking to you um, if that weren't the case. Um, because there's not just a cheerleader, but it's like a sense of realism that comes in. You know, if if you don't have somebody in your life like my wife, at least uh, mom certainly is as a, a same. But my, my wife is is the one that looks at you and goes, "That just doesn't sound. That sounds stupid." Um, and sometimes in that strong word, sometimes not. But it's like it's gotten to the point after being, we've been with each other for almost eight years, uh, married for three, but um, it's gotten to the point that I won't even get it out of my mouth. I'll be thinking about having to tell her my idea. And I'm like, she's going to think I'm an idiot. And so the idea just goes, I'm like, gone, you know? And so it's like, okay, at least I didn't have to waste my time or somebody else's to think about that. But you need somebody like that, too. And it doesn't come externally. It doesn't come from the guy that's telling you how to, you know, how to sell and how to market and how to have the right filter or any of that stuff. It it comes right, right inside your circle um, to start with.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree (laughs) more. I think like sometimes too, you know, with your mom, with your spouse, (laughs) with your whoever that's in your circle, it takes time for them to like come around too especially when you're like, okay, I want to do this as more than, you know, a hobby. You know, I want to yeah. make money doing this. I want to pursue this full time. You know, that can be a scary thing, right? Sure. First thing people are going to say, or at least the first questions I got were, okay, how are you going to afford insurance? What about yeah. your retirement? What about how, just money how do you make for money bills?
1: Doing
0: that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, how do you make this sustainable? You know, so I think like there's so many questions and I'm not mad at the questions because yeah. it is good for people to, again, like think critically, like, Sure. I am a single woman, no kids. Like my time is not the same as somebody who is married with a 14 month year old, you know, but my income and like flexibility is not the same because you have a partner that's like helping you and stuff. So, you know, or somebody who left a six figure job and was like, yep, this is what I want to do. You know, who's been saving up money and Maybe even has parents that are willing to help them out if they need it. Like, you know, your income and your risk level is not the same. You know, your ability to output certain things and take certain risk is not the same. So, you know, it really can be like your structure of your support system has to be the right fit as well, because it's not just about money. Yeah. It's about,
1: I mean, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was about to say, it's about staying power, you know, it's like, who can you know, you can have all the money in the world. But if you don't have people who are willing to be honest with you and tell you like, hey, that's not a great idea. Hey, this messaging isn't clear. Like, hey, if I was to see you on the street, I wouldn't know what to buy from you or something yeah. like that. You know, people who are honest with you, and you can spend all the money in the world trying to throw it at the problem that you think exists yeah. in your business, but it's not going to solve anything.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, and that's, that's part of, you know, being uh, maybe the blessing of being a teacher. Um, you know, we, we left different schools, wife and I taught, but she she was just ready to, to do something else um and and nursing was already calling her me yeah, the, the 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 pressure of just negative you know people within the school system was just too much and way too much um so we left for different reasons but our mindsets were just the same that we we realized we were going to lose every bit of what we appreciate um about it and so i probably walked away at least retaining that and being able to take that with me now um to have that i mean i have i mean, I have a super critical mom but i have a super critical mom because she's she's a teacher she's an educator of all different ages and now an administrator so she has to be she has to to pass that on effectively to other people and so i just was kind of a the byproduct um by choice i i guess you know to have that happen but i i at least have a an accepting personality when it comes to hearing that am i stubborn am I a you know a pain in the butt you know to, to anybody that might you know look at what i've done and and criticize it sure you know i, I think that's just kind of natural because you if you put your your heart and soul into it and really felt good about it yeah it's gonna sting a little bit but the the next day the next page in that story is is the important part, you know, you can, you can make the, you know, a hundred mistakes in a day, you know, large and catastrophic or small. It's what you do afterward. That's, that's who you are as a human being. And I think that's, that says a lot for running a business, running a life, is that how do you take that criticism? And if somebody tells you, Hey, even if it's just the universe slapping you in the face, did you listen? and, And did you go, all right, all right, all right, all right. I know what lesson you're trying to teach me. Give me a chance, I'm gonna figure it out. Or did you go no? Like, I don't care what you're selling me, I'm gonna keep going that direction. And that's probably a direction that's gonna have you hit a wall and and be the worst experience you've ever had and possibly never turn back from. And you know, I think that's something valuable, you know, skill-wise that can be taught. I, I think it's a little bit deeper and you know, more refined if if it comes just natural, just who you are. But certainly we could all use the the skill set of being able to look at what we've done work wise and say, Okay, you're right. This doesn't this isn't this isn't working. And I need to refine it. it doesn't need to change doesn't need to get rid of it doesn't need to completely throw it, you know, out the window and doubt yourself, but take out a couple words right there. And and then you're good. Or, you know, are you really aware of, of what this is this service this product is going to do? Oh, you're right. You know, like you said, you know, like, you had no idea the um, the demographics that you were pitching to and that could be a bad thing because it's like oh crap like i'm selling to some you know i forget who it is now i think it was like some coffee company and somehow their their logo there and they're like veterans or something like that shoot it's gonna drive me bananas now but there was some some coffee company that within the midst of like all the the january 6th like you know protests and rallies and riots that their name became synonymous with everything because people were wearing it and people were, were using it and yes, they believe in, you know, all these other things that, you know, I wouldn't say normal, but maybe more acceptable, acceptable, but the, the owners, the CEOs, and they're successful. I mean, they were fine without all this, but so it had nothing to do with that. It was just, they were all of a sudden under fire because what they were pitching, what they were saying, what they thought was a whole different message. Other people picked up on it way different. That's right. Um, yeah, it's, it's black rifle company. Um, you know, and it's, and I don't know the larger message but them. Maybe they, they, you know, they did have some purpose behind it. But you know, the, the the at least the message that you know I was reading, the things that I saw, it was like, oh gosh, like that's not what we meant. Um, yes, we believe in you know veterans' rights and owning guns, but not like this. Like, hold on a second, we're not that. Um, and so that, you know, you could have done all the homework in the world and still had that happen to your business. Um, you know, because you never know. Um, but it's something to look at and go and i think that's what they did they kind of went step back and you know if you're big like that certainly have to have a a conversation out loud in public but as a as a person if that happens to you you know on even a small scale where someone's like um you know what you said is probably hitting this company or this 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 demographic did that what you meant oh yeah that's what i meant okay cool or oh gosh um so hold on what am i saying here oh that wording right there or that video or that picture or that hashtag you know I'm I've certainly been the the you know the victim of that I I think it was some some silly one like you know um diet club or something like that It's, it's something simple you know and it was just in there because I was talking about something you know related to that and I had someone like caption it or like you know comment under the the picture it was very friendly I think it was like a I think it was like a picture of like a cartoon, like version of like a a fat Batman. And I wasn't saying anything about, I mean, everything about it was like, you know, around him was like saying like, you know, these choices about lack of sleep and water and, you know, um, mindset and all that kind of stuff. And somebody picked up on that tag and went, this is very, this is very discriminatory. And you should not be talking negative about people that are overweight and obese. And I'm like, well, hold on. And I, I mean, it, it took me a couple of days and I'm like, that's it. Like that's the tag that this person, because they had posts, and I'm like, that's where it came from. Okay, not doing that again. Um, and you know, that's a small thing, but it makes you pause. And you should always take a moment to say, look at the people that are, whether you know them, or there's somebody leaving a random comment that, you know, what are they saying? And if it's something that, nope, sorry, doesn't make sense, you know, but at least pause to 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 look at how they're portraying, look at what the, you're portraying that they might be. Picking up on, uh, because you never know, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And I think that's a great note to end on just to give people some pause and to think about what messages am I truly putting out into the world versus what I think I'm putting out? Like, because those Mm. could be definitely two different things and something that you do kind of need to talk to people about and engage in some social listening and really be critical about when you Mm -hmm. ask for feedback. You can make your questions more specific. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> thank you so much for joining me. I truly absolutely
1: Anytime. I, this was a pleasure to have these conversations. I, I mean, I don't get to have a lot of them with other people other than outside my circle. Um, sometimes it's just talking to a fourteen month old that just kind of looks at me and just nods his head every time. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's it's always good to have conversations. You know, outside of your community, within your community, just to to hear some other perspective that you never know. You know, what you're going to gain from it. So yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.